And we're, we're back, back, and I'm out of breath. <laughs> Here. <laughs> I love that Cheers sound. Cheers to the weekend. Here. Cheers. Cheers. Happy belated Thanksgiving, yes. everybody. Sorry, we were um, too busy shoving our mouths with food yesterday. Oh, yeah. To do the podcast, but here we are today. Yeah, now. so it's a special holiday. So we are cheersing each other. There's a... <sighs> with a special treat. Yes, hopefully everyone survived their families. Yeah. So, let's start over. Okay. I'm Bay. I'm Jay. And this is the part, part I, don't I don't get. get. We are a podcast <laughs> where we talk about weird things that we don't understand. And this right. is episode 22. Oh, did you double check? Yes, I did. Okay. Episode All 22. Right. Should we get rolling? Yeah, I'd say so. All I right. think it's my turn. Okay, <clears throat> go for it. So, really quick before I start, though, uh, we got an email. Thank you. Da, 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 da. Yay! Okay. Thank you to our listeners <laughs> and our emailers. Um, if you ever want us to, to talk about anything, just email us at thepartidontget at gmail.com and... I will answer it, or Jay will answer it, and um, we'll try and do it as quickly as possible. So we said last time, we said, please email us, and we got a response. So <clears throat> I'm going to read the email, and then I'm going to answer it. So it says, hello, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> so I guess this I like hello that. thing is definitely catching on. Hello. Uh, my friend Andrew and I have a part we don't get. How can someone... Okay, how can someone own someone else's music, especially while the artist is still alive, and deny them permission from performing the music they wrote? The inspiration came from the current issue of Taylor Swift allegedly being denied the chance to perform her earlier works when mm. she was awarded the Artist of the Decade Award. Love the podcast. Always, Elizabeth. So, That's a great topic. Um, it is a great topic. My husband and I um, make music on the side. Um, so I, Would I you feel like, like to tell them your band name or no? That's okay. Oh. Well, okay. All right. I will. I just don't want to be a shameless Oh, plug. just do it. Just do it. This is your one chance. <laughs> so my husband and I, we write music. Our band is The Vibe Remedy. And we have recently got our music on iTunes. So I can kind of, I can really, when I heard this, when I read this email, I was like, Thinking, you know, like, oh, this is a great topic because I can, you know, kind of relate. Like, if I wrote a song and I put it out there, I definitely would want ownership over my own stuff. Um, and just, like, any kind of, I think, creative person, like, if you're a painter or designer or anything. Yeah, you, you want to know that that's going to be yours <clears throat> and no one can just take it. Yeah. So not just music, but pretty much everything. Yeah. So like, I, I dived a little bit into it and it said that... Well, should we go over the Scooter Braun thing for people that don't yeah, know? Yeah, so that's going to be I, in here. Okay, because I didn't understand either. So just to quickly explain. answer this, the Big Machine Label Group announced that um, it had recently been acquired and bought by Scooter Braun's company, Ithaca Holdings. So Scooter Braun is a really big music manager, and he currently works with people like Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande. So among many, many others. So he bought Big Machine Label Group, as far as I was able to understand. So therefore, he he bought the music that was owned by them, a.k.a. Taylor Swift's master recordings, 
of her past six albums. They were all owned by Big Machine Label Group, so therefore now they are owned by Scooter Braun. Okay, so pretty much everything she's done yes. before the current album, right? Yes. Okay. So Taylor Swift began her career with Big Machine Label uh, when she was 15. Mm-hmm. And then... Excuse me. That Sorry. was lovely. That was the... <laughs> that was our beverages. So she stayed with them until last fall when she switched to Universal Music Group's Republic record in a highly publicized deal where she was making that big switch. Mm-hmm. So um, everyone at the time was, you know, it was all cordial and they were like, there's no hard feelings. She's switching from one label to another. And Taylor Swift wrote publicly on her Tumblr saying that um, <clears throat> eventually that Borchetta and Braun and the people... Uh, with this deal of buying her music were toxic manipulators that they caught her off guard. And it was basically like, uh, like almost like backstabbing her. And she spoke very, very publicly about, um, not liking the fact that Scooter now has her music. So what does this mean? So this means that Taylor Swift was with, was with big machine label group. She recorded with them for her first, I believe it's six albums they own her master recordings. So then Scooter Braun, who is a very wealthy, well-known music manager, mm-hmm. buys these master recordings. Um, Taylor Swift finds out right before he's going to buy them, like right before, like weeks before, but days they, before. He buys them from her, right? No, he buys them from Big Machine Label. He can do that? Because they owned them, yes. Her label owned her master recordings. And so, so he, he said, bought, I'm going to buy them for myself. So he bought the master recordings, and according to Taylor Swift, she found out that they were even up for bid to be, or up to be bought very shortly before Scooter got them. Yeah. So, like, not giving her enough opportunity to buy them. Oh, okay. So, like, they swept out from under the rug kind of situation. Yeah. It was like insider trading or something. So just to, I hope that this explains it. Um, and so then ever since there's been a lot of public back and forth on YouTube, Tumblr, a lot of social media platforms on both sides, Yeah, you know, going back and forth. And even Justin Bieber got involved for a little really? while there because he's, um, Braun he, is his manager. Oh, so he stuck up for Scooter, I'm assuming? Of course, yeah. Many other people, like even Iggy Azalea and other artists, stood up for Taylor Swift. I was going to say, I feel like it's hard to like be against Taylor Swift. Yeah, I know. So the master recording of a song is the first recording of a song. Right. The one that all copies are made from. Right. So in Swift's case, that means the master recording of, for example, like the song You Belong With Me is the actual recording she made in the studio in 2009. And all the copies of that song that exist in the world on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, CDs, they're all from that master recording. So traditionally, record companies own an artist's masters when they sign their deals. Swift, however, has pushed hard against that policy. So when she switched to her new label, that was in her contract, that she would now forever from that point on own all of her master labels. Uh, so that was one of her uh, master recordings. So that was one of her conditions. Okay. Unfortunately, that didn't have anything to do with things that she had made before. But, like, okay, just to play devil's advocate real quick. When she signed the contract, like, they told her up front, like, like there's a chance your songs can get, col- get sold to somebody else. Yeah. But, I mean, she signed this when she was 15. You're right. Or, like, her lawyers or parents or whatever. <clears throat> so... The masters of our all of her old material remained in big label, big machine labels hands. Right. Um, 
prior to 2018. So, for example, like her newest album, Lover, she has ownership of all those masters, of all the master recordings. Um, so everything before 2018 was bought by Scooter Braun. So she claims that they blindsided her with the news of the sale of her masters, not giving her ample opportunity to buy them herself. But Big Machines, um, Borchetta, which I believe is his, is the owner. I'm not sure. Big Machine. That that's the label. <laughs> I didn't I didn't name it. Um, they stated that Taylor Swift's own father is a shareholder in their company, and therefore he would have known about the sale and been able to tell yeah, her well in advance. Um, before selling them, they did also try to reissue the contract so that she would stay with them rather than leaving for um, her newer newer label that she's on right now. Um, They tried to settle a deal where she would then get ownership of her master's album by album. So, like, each album you put out, you get ownership of, like, your first one, so on and so forth, um, which is not that unusual. Wait, each new album? So she would get ownership over her master's one at a time with each new album that she puts out. So album for album. I know. I just, I don't know. Um... And that was only if she had signed a contract saying that she would stay with them for a specific oh, so number of years. so they were kind of, of like, blackmailing her a little bit. I mean, this kind of thing happens in the music industry all the time. Wow. So, like, it's it's very, very common that um, people don't own their own music. For example, the Beatles is a great example. Mm. Their music went up for sale. And who bought their music but Michael Jackson? And oh, at the time... That. Um, Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson were very close friends. And Paul McCartney, of course, at that time had had gotten a lot more money than when he first signed his contracts with, with the rest of the members of Beatles. And he was able to then finally afford and have the rights to his own music that he wrote and helped write. And his friend bought them out from under him. And then, you know, now they can be used in any context. I saw this one, this interview with him once. It was so great. He was like, revolution... Is not about selling sneakers, you know. It's about it's about an oh, actual revolution. Yeah. So they ended up their friendship completely I broke bet. up at that yeah. point. So it happens. That's like really sketchy. It totally happens. Like they'll sell it to make money, or the company will, you know, they're they're closing their company, and then they gotta liquidate their assets. It happens. Rights to music shifts hands all oh, the yeah, time. That's crazy. So Scooter Braun has the rights to. All of Taylor Swift's music before 2018 is my understanding. And they both think that they're right. And then they're both telling the media that they're right. Right. And um, so now Taylor Swift has all of her new stuff from 2018. So the Lover album is all hers. So, but all she would have to do, not all she would have to do, but she could re-record, right? And then that would be hers. Then that would be a new master. But I don't know what copyright issues would be involved in that. Oh, that's so Cause, weird. Because technically she'd be plagiarizing in a way. Against herself. So I, as far as I know, like, this involves recordings, like record sales and things like that. I didn't know that this then somehow seeped into performances as well. Well, yeah, because I heard that, that she had to recently, you know, like, argue tooth and nail to perform one of her older songs. And I, I figured that she would be allowed to at least perform it. But he might own this, the master. So that's like a... Or she'd have to pay him something. Yeah. So that I, I don't know very much about. Did she end up performing it? I she did. I didn't watch the interviews. She did. So that is your question, Elizabeth. Hopefully I was able to actually answer it and you were able to understand. So the moral of the story is don't go with a record label. 
<laughs> just be a free agent. I mean, you have to think and about... Use YouTube. <laughs> I'm sure YouTube has some, some rights to your music, too. But. Yeah. Well, you have to think about how, like, when you're first trying to... It's like fake it yeah, till you make it. Like, they're just trying to get by. So it's either sign this, yeah, this contract screwed. or, you know, that's it. You have yeah. no other choice. Didn't so I understand why someone happened would sign to the Backstreet Boys? It was like... Well, that... Oh, sorry, as I take off my hoodie. Um, that was all with that manager, yeah. Perlman. Oh, no, he was just taking all their money yeah. and then... Like and then he was like putting it all into in sync yeah. or something. There's a documentary sketchy. about that on yeah. YouTube Premium, which I wanted to, oh. to watch. We'll have to watch that together. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, hopefully that answers your question. Yeah. So what's your uh, what's your main topic? So my actual topic, and I made a short one, um, because I was going to answer that email, so I wanted to make it short. It doesn't look short. It Excuse looks like an essay. Me. Excuse me. <laughs> Divert your eyes. Um, so this is something that happened this year that we all heard about, but I didn't know any of the details. So I got a lot of this from the Vice Channel. It was they had a little sh very short documentary on it, and um, Wikipedia. So I wanted to know like what actually is Storm Area Fifty One. Oh, <laughs> so like. What is this? I was actually thinking about doing that not this week, but a oh while really? Ago. Yeah. Oh great! I felt like this. But was I feel a like that, topic. Really, I felt like that was more of a you thing, just because of the aliens. Yeah. Well, I found that the aliens had very little to do with it. Um. So how that came about? Yeah. It started as a Facebook event in July of 2019, and the Facebook event was called Storm Area 51. <laughs> they can't stop all of I'm us. I'm a part of it. <laughs> Did you really join? Yeah. yeah. Oh it's just, it just a joke. They posted really funny stuff, too. Okay. So the event stated that the plan was to essentially rush the gates of Area 51 on September 20th of this year yeah. and then break into, quote, see them aliens. <laughs> <laughs> see them aliens. <laughs> so just in case if you weren't already aware, Area 51 is a highly classified government-owned property in Nevada... And it's used by the United States Air Force. So it has been shrouded with secrecy and therefore alien-related controversy has been equated to that area for a very long time now because of all the secrecy. The details of what actually does happen there is not open to the public. And the Air Force states that it is an open training range for their facility. So the Facebook event was created by a man named Maddie Roberts on June 27th. In the end, more than 2 million people, uh, including our very own Jay, apparently, um, responded to the event as going. <laughs> I might have Did said you say in going? interested. I don't remember. Okay, okay. Well, Maybe because, just interested. Well, hold up. <laughs> because a 1.5 million responded as interested. interested. So I think my, oh, I think my brother might have invited me, actually. So you were either going or interested. I was one of those millions. You were either one of the two or one of the 1.5. <laughs> So this, of course, sparked a huge widespread media, widespread media reaction, more so than anything. Right. So there were lots of spinoff memes and videos, and um, that only created like more of the hype and interest in the event. So Maddie Roberts claimed that this was supposed to just be funny, and he didn't actually want to take any re any responsibility um, for any actual attempts to to raid the military. <laughs> That's base. how I learned what a Kyle was. What's a Kyle? Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were going to remember it. <laughs> a Kyle is basically like a bro, I think, is my understanding. It's like how they refer to like a white guy that like gets mad and drinks like energy drinks and then punches a wall. 
kind of thing. I don't know. Like Andy from The Office? Kind of, but more like a college like fraternity guy, I picture. And, and his name just happens to be Kyle. That's what they said. They're like, all right, the, the Kyles, they had like this fake like plan that they sent out. It was like, all the Kyles are going to storm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to, I'll post it on, on the Facebook page, but it was actually pretty funny because I remember like That's texting That's not my, come up once on this. Really? I no. texted my brother like, what is a Kyle? <laughs> I just it's think of thing, like the Kyles that we've met in our it, life. It kind of is, actually. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. It's pretty accurate. Like, if you just picture those Kyles. All right. Note to self. I'm not going to name my future spawn Kyle. I don't have any. Oh, you were going to before that? It was not on the top of my list, but just in case. <laughs> Kyles. Um, so, Maddie Roberts claimed no responsibility. So, in response, the military actually did speak out. I'm going to... I've just said actually, like, four times. I didn't... I have to take that back. So no, the military spoke out and discouraged people from attending to attempting to enter Area 51. Yeah, because they can shoot um, you. Absolutely. They can arrest you. They could shoot you. It's highly, highly secured. Um, it's, you know, surrounded by fences. Yeah. Um, so Nevada law enforcement also warned people against trespassing. So the creator, Maddie Roberts, decided to, you know, because of this media buzz, he wanted to um, turn the event into a music festival called... <laughs> know why that's funny because like <laughs> how do you go from like let's storm area 51 to like a music festival i think i don't think like he was are they gonna, gonna do, sing about storming i don't think he was gonna do anything at all but because of the interest he's like okay let's just actually do something okay and what's the only thing that we can really do let's, let's put on music. like what kind of i don't know what kind of movie music do you think country a lot of like techno a lot of kyle's so the festival, like? are you ready, was called Alien Stock. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to laugh. I, see, I don't remember getting any of that information. Um, so that was supposed to be held in a small town near Area 51 called Rachel, Rachel, Nevada, which is in Lincoln County. There was actually a second, see, I said actually again. Ah! There was a second music festival um, for the same time period. Um, that one was called Storm Area 51 Base Camp. And that was in Hiko, H-I-K-O, Nevada. Sure. I'm not sure how you say it. Um, these were both apparently legal events, um, as opposed to the original idea of storming which the actual could get the, you the Area 51. So I almost said actual again, um, which is highly illegal. Um, <laughs> and that recommended. So the band Wiley Savage wanted to throw a small show in the parking lot of what is essentially a motel slash bar <laughs> wow. um, in Rachel, Nevada. They contacted the owner, and then Maddie Roberts got involved, and it just kind of grew from there. They started setting up the area by leveling the ground, and they actually... The, ah, ah, they built a small... I almost said it again. They built a small set, um, a stage. They, they built a small stage um, and brought in a lot of porta bodies, which is what I saw from the video. It's like this little stage in this very deserty type landscape and then just a huge <laughs> row of porta potties. Hey, they were ready. Um, so it wasn't really in the parking lot of the motel. So the motel actually was really it has a really cute name. It's called The Little Ailey Inn. Like I-N-N, -N, like in. That's cute. Um, Roberts ended up pulling out of Alien Stock ten days before the festival. Is this like a fire? fire so they, they were, that's what they were afraid of. And the it left the other organizers, uh, you know, scrambling at the last minute, and they had even gained seventy to a hundred thousand dollars in sponsorship money Damn. and donations for Alien Stock. 
So Roberts claimed that poor planning was what led him to backing out ahead of time. I am a, I have a feeling that he kind of just didn't want it to be like Fire Festival, so he just was like, I have to, you know, shuck all responsibility. This was the Maddie guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it, from the interviews that I saw, more or less sounded like he just figured it would be unsafe. There was Oh, he didn't want to be responsible for, like, anything that happened. And there was, like, you know, kind of shady but money like stuff back and forth. But it's, like, before. Like, you're yeah. still responsible for everything So what that he happened. did instead was he did a sponsored party in Las Vegas... That was totally separate from Alien Stock, and that was in like a like a bar type situation. So then, um, that he on his like on the Facebook post then directed everyone to go to this location instead of the Alien Stock location. Jeez. So it was very confusing. For yeah, there's who a lot of different go. like divi- divisions of activities. So here. this was gearing up to be like quite the money making endeavor. And so there was some shady stuff that was happening behind the scenes and they ended up even changing the website totally. So then people were like, wait, what's happening? You know, is alien stock happening? And then towards the end, they even said that there were people were saying that alien stock was canceled, even though it wasn't, they actually did have it. It wasn't even canceled. So it was. So due to the uncertain large amounts of people that were, that were responded such as yourself, (laughs) um, that to go to this very, very small town, the local authorities and people living there were very concerned about the potential ramifications of having so many people there at once with very little preparation. Um, <clears throat> Rachel, Nevada is a town of about 50 people. There's no gas station. Whoa. There's very little infrastructure. The only business they have is the little alien um, Not even like a restaurant, a Waffle House. That is their restaurant. It's like a bar restaurant, <laughs> and it's a motel. Wow. And most of the roads are dirt roads. Damn. Um, so a real desert. In the end, on the day of the event for actual Alien Stock, which was the renamed Storm Area 51, um, about 150 people were reported to have shown up at Area 51 entrance, no one succeeded at entering the site. From the video that I saw from Vice, it looked like people were going up and like just kind of like waving at the like it was a joke. the guards, yeah. and they were like waving back, and people were taking pictures. So it was very lighthearted. Oh, okay. From what I saw, it didn't look like people yeah. were attempting to be aggressive or dangerous or anything like. You that. You saw that one guy that like ran past the newscaster. <laughs> I can't remember. It was like from some sort of show. Yeah, it was called the. I'm going to get to that. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Um, So, yeah. So from the documentary I saw, it looked like a lot of people were just driving up to the gate, seeing what it looked like, and then turning around. Seeing if there's a bunch of people trying to actually storm it. Yeah. About 3,000 people attended both music festivals, the one in Haiku and the one one in um, Rachel, all together. Um, I, I think a lot of that ended up becoming so many so much fewer people because of all the confusion of whether it was actually going to happen or not right then maddie roberts bailing out last minute and then maddie roberts having a completely separate event in las vegas um so which was that was more that was a just a party that wasn't even any music necessarily involved in that one the one in las vegas so according to the state and law enforcement an estimated ten thousand people visited the area over the course of that weekend Organizers claim that 10,000 people went to the Las Vegas event again. So there was a lot of um, 
there was a lot of information going back and forth. It was really hard to, to figure out what was actually true. Um, so a quote to paraphrase from the Vice newscaster, he said, this wasn't a fire fest situation. After all, in the end, the joke was more on the media that yeah. felt like they could cash in on the meme yeah. and hyped up the situation more than it actually was. Um, end quote. So it showed. So when they went, they went to the fire. The I'm not fire. They went to the alien stock in in the documentary that I watched, and there was like nobody there. It it was it was like basically a weekend, and there was a very small stage. There were actual people performing. Yeah, you said three thousand. That's not. Bed. But between the two, the oh, two okay. festivals. So they only went to the one in Rachel. Um, it was like a very small stage. There were actually people performing kind of what you'd expect like to hear like at a rave, that type yeah. of music. Um, and there were people standing there, but it didn't look like big crowds. Yeah, like you, it looked what like you would most expect. of the people that were there were reporters. Yeah. And people trying to sell stuff, like alien-related paraphernalia merch So where did stuff. all that money, the $70,000, go to? I don't know. I think it ended up going to that party in Las Vegas. Because I oh. think that they had given the money to Maddie rather than um, to the, the bands that were trying to do it. So uh, I don't know. But there was a lot of back and forth um, between, you know, the people who wanted to create it. And it just, I think the whole thing just kind of fell through, which makes sense because it was started as a joke. So in order for this to turn out to be very successful, I think it would have created, it would have been created on a hope and a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it just sounded like the majority of the people that were there were just were people who were um, press, like newscasters. Just waiting for yeah. this big storm just, of just people. A like lot of bloggers. flying. Yeah. A lot of bloggers and a lot of people like Vice Channel were there. Just trying to wait for something yeah. crazy to happen. I figured there'd be at least one or two stupid idiots who would try to do it. But from what I saw, I don't think any. I think that there there might have been a few people that were arrested because they just took it too far. Yeah. At the entrance. But when I say a few, I mean like less than less than twelve. Yeah. Um. I actually thought I had put that in here, but I guess what, not. Do you know what made this guy like do this? I mean, I know it was a joke, I have but... a feeling he has a fascination with aliens, but I could be wrong. <laughs> um, the little alien woman uh, said that, you know, she didn't feel like she was responsible at all. You know, they just tried to have a good time, and... They and, probably made a lot of money. And it didn't work out the way that they expected it to, but no one was hurt, and it That's seemed good. like it was okay, and yeah. it was And no was. one was like, I was ripped off, you know, no one got mad. Not that I saw, because it sounds like people were willing to pay, they showed up, yeah, and they got... What they ask for. Because it's so easy to say, oh, I'm interested, like, on Facebook, on, to anything, because it's, like, that's non-committal at all. And most of the people, I think, didn't live anywhere near Nevada. Yeah. So I think that a lot of tourism happened, like, that weekend, because just that weekend in September, just to happen. see what was going to happen. Lots of yeah. bystander effects. And they did interview a couple people on the documentary, and that's what they're like, we had nothing to do this weekend, so we thought we'd give it a shot, you know? <laughs> and, um... It just seemed very lighthearted, and it sounded like the media really is what hyped yeah. up all of this. Just give them I mean, it sounded like it was this crazy, dangerous thing, but I don't think very many people were had malevolent hearts about it. There and there's one like storm the International Monetary Fund to to pay for the storming of the Area 51. <laughs> like there was all these like offshoots of it. Too. I can only imagine that the money went towards like the porta potties. Um, renting the land that they were on the, band the stage and, yeah. and, the, and the people who actually were performing and like you could camp there like a like a legit music festival like in a tent or a camper 
Yeah. But um, it just seemed kind of like a flop. And usually I think they have a lot more people than, than 3,000 attend two separate music festivals on the same weekend. Yeah. It's probably like Well, it's 10, like 000. in the parking lot of a motel. But then, see, that's what I read. But then I think that's what they originally wanted to do. But then it ended up being a little bit bigger than that. So it wasn't oh. in the parking lot. It was just nearby. We'll have to put some pictures. Oh, yeah. To get yeah. a better idea. There were a lot of interesting looking folks Were people here dressed up like at, aliens? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, like, it. you know, like the Halloween costumes where you, like, you have, like, the blow up. Oh, costume. yeah, yeah. There are lots of those. <laughs> lots of glow sticks. Oh, my God. You know, lots of things like that. I'm surprised there weren't people dressed like that for Halloween this year. Like, I, I figured the Area 51 aliens would be, like, a... I think they, that alien stock in Storm Area 51 came and went Yeah, it was quickly. a very quick thing. Yeah. People forgot about it. Yeah. So, September, I mean, I remember not knowing it was on September 20th, but my September 20th came and went, and I didn't care at all. <laughs> I wasn't storming anything. I know, right? So we yeah. were celebrating our birthdays. Or yeah, being hungover. <laughs> well, thank you for that topic. Um, you'll notice that part of my paper is ripped. Fun fact: a bird pooped on my paper. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. While you were walking with it in your hand. No, I. So I had it in my purse, and I, I went. I played hockey outside today this morning, and oh, I come congrats. back, and I'm like, is that? I just see this long thing, and I'm like, is that bird shit? And then instead of get on your purse, like a teeny bit, but it was almost all on the paper, like it was on purpose. Your paper saved your purse. I know, thank you. And luckily, I was able to tear off the part, and I didn't have any words taken out. I mean, I wouldn't have blamed you if you had a little bit of bird poop on your topic. <laughs> they say it's good luck, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, so I anyway, I, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I do that a lot, though. So thank you for bringing it to my attention. Actually, I said actually 20 times in mine. Mine was a 10 minute topic. Uh, <laughs> 20 minutes of saying actually. 20 actually is in there. Um, so I tried to keep mine with the Thanksgiving topic. So um, I'm, I'm going to talk about the uh, the winner of the. Did you know there's a turkey eating competition? Oh, I'm not surprised. So actually, I don't think they still have it, but I'm going to talk about um, Sonia Thomas, the winner of the Wild Turkey 81 Eating World Championship in 2011. Sounds like a NASCAR. Yeah. So actually, this kind of goes off of my last topic, because I think competitive eating did come up. And I mentioned, wasn't there like some small Asian girl that wins them all? This is her. Yeah, doesn't she have something like different with her body that allows Um, her to be able to eat so quickly? Not, I mean, she says her stomach is, is like bigger, but like, I don't know if there's any science to that. (laughs) So, yeah, like, I didn't... Show me the scans! I know, I'm like... (laughs) So she consumed 5.25 pounds of a whole turkey, setting a new record. Could you imagine having five pounds in your stomach? I know, like... And then, like, going on I think I had... I know! (laughs) And that's another thing. She says she's never thrown up, and it really only takes her about 24 hours to, like, get back to good as new, you know? Like, I have a hangover Imagine what her BMs are like. Oh my god. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Well, most of my information I got from Wikipedia and her own website where she has a Oh, of course a, she has a FAQ. Website. I actually emailed her just um, you know, just to see and then I realized like half the questions I asked were already on her FAQ site. So Read the FAQs. I know, right? She actually lives in Alexandria, Virginia. Oh, okay. And she works at the Burger King in Fort Fort Meade in Can Maryland. You mean this 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 uh 
hobby hasn't paid off in a apparently not manner. or maybe she's just you know living a, a low-key low life key life keeping you know, it on the dl yeah she's saving it for her kids or something so it pass on that tradition at the wild turkey um eating championship she won one thousand five hundred eighty one dollars and a world champion belt and a trophy. She beat out six other contestants, all male. Woohoo, um, go her. She's 52 years old. She weighs 105 pounds. Of course she does. Of that course bitch. she does. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's originally from South Korea. Um, like I said, now lives in Alexandria, Virginia. She's nicknamed the Black Widow due to her <laughs> ability to defeat men four to five times her size on a regular oh my basis. Gosh. So she started eating competitively. She joined the International Federation of Competitive Eating. Oh my gosh, yes, that's there is a real an thing. international federation. And there's a lot of big names that they say in the Wikipedia, like blah blah blah. Like she beat out blah blah blah, which is like a big deal. I can't remember their names, but she she joined that in 2003 after she saw another a, a Japanese competitive eater. I didn't write down his name, but she saw him on TV and, and like he it inspired. That her. was it. She quickly moved up the ranks, beating out many well-known competitive eaters. Sonia says she's always had a big appetite and saw competitive eating on TV as a little girl, inspiring her to try it. I guess I just said that, didn't I? Um, That's all right. I repeated myself yeah. <laughs> five times already. So I she, do that all the time. So she says it's both a mental and physical game. She says you have to focus and have faith that you can do it. So just, <laughs> that's all it takes. Just believe in yourself. See the meat. I can do Eat this. Eat the meat. <laughs> but also physically, she says it's about jaw strength. Stomach capacity and I can only imagine like the little TMJ action going on there. And, right? and she says but her chewing. her her big key is the hand speed. She's got fast hands from plate to mouth. From yeah, plate to mouth. you just you can't you just gotta you gotta keep it going. So this uh, yeah, from what I read, the size of her stomach is only slightly larger than normal, and it it says her skinny build is actually her biggest advantage because it allows her stomach to expand more readily since it is not surrounded by the ring of fat common in heavy in other heavy eaters so that's interesting okay so yeah so it's like the the fat kind of creates like a barrier so it like the stomach can't stretch as far i guess but (laughs) i mean they certainly haven't seen me eat i've seen my 600 pound life those people can put it away yeah but if you think about it they already have a certain kind of circumference when they eat a big meal, it's staying there. It's not going out any further. Yeah, and I don't it's think... different than gaining weight. Yeah, and I don't think any of them could eat at the rate that these people eat. Because that's like... I wonder if it, they actually probably burn some calories from, like, the speed. Maybe. I didn't actually watch any of the videos. I was, like, a little bit grossed out at the thought of watching it. Yeah, it's like reverse upchucking. Yeah. Of, think about it, how fast it's going. It's out. just, like, the, the gulping of the water and, like, with the hot dogs. Oh, they yeah, that's dip right. In the they water. dip it in the water like, to make it go I'm down like, softer. You're making a very enjoyable experience <laughs> not fun anymore. So this is just straight up turkey, right? The well, no. One. Well, I was talking about the turkey one, but she actually holds records in 25 different eating competitions. Wow. So get this. Okay, this is a list of her accomplishments. I cannot wait. Asparagus. How much do you think Ew. she ate? Yeah, is it in pounds or yeah, like pounds. the number of specific spar- asparagus? Uh, pounds. Two pounds. 5.75 pounds of tempura deep fried asparagus spears in 10 minutes. Um, cheesecakes. Is that pounds or how many? Pounds. No, they like the pounds. Okay. I guess that's um, the easiest way, because, like, if one's smaller than the other, you I know? feel like that's kind of light. Cheesecake? Three, three pounds. Eleven. Oh, 
Oh, oh my in god! Nine That's minutes. bigger than a newborn baby. That's she. She ate more than one pound a minute of cheesecake. Because I'm trying to think, like, how much at the cheesecake factory? Like one slice. What would you say? That's like. I've never thought of my food as pounds before. It's got to be less. It's got to be less than a pound. Yeah. It's got to be less than a pound. Maybe a half of a, a whole cheesecake. You know, that doesn't make sense. Like, the whole <laughs> the whole pie, maybe half of that, like, from the cheesecake factory. Maybe I that would be, like, like, a pound. I feel like a pie would be, what, like, two pounds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, so half. So she ate 11 of those in nine minutes. That's just... Or, like, five whole cheesecakes. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I don't know why you kept talking about that. I don't know. <laughs> I can't I can't do division. Now, this, I, I almost feel like... She, I could do. She did 80 chicken nuggets in five minutes. Okay. okay. I don't know. I, if it's that one's easier to visualize because it's small. Yeah. And it's like very like it's easy to chew. Pretty much chews itself. <laughs> um, 183 chicken wings in 12 minutes setting a 2011 record. 2011 was her year. Um... got quite a few here. Chili. Now that's gotta be pounds, oh. right? Gallons. <laughs> gallons! Oh. <laughs> 1.125 gallons of chili in six minutes. Oh. I, I, I eat a cup of chili and I'm like about to, I have to run to the bathroom after that. She must think to study her more. Oh. 46 three ounce crab cakes in ten minutes. Oh. 65 hard-boiled eggs in 6 minutes and 40 seconds. She said that's one of her favorites, too. Um, so, um, she ate 4 pounds of fruitcakes, or also... Fruitcake is disgusting. She ate 14 and a quarter ounces of Wegmans fruitcake in 10 minutes. I don't know if I've ever had it, but I don't think I'd like it. It's got fruit. I've had, like, the grocery store brand, and it looks disgusting. Like, uh... What's his name? Our favorite comedian. Why would you... Why would you... Uh, Jim Gaffigan. Why, why would you wreck a perfectly good dessert with fruit? <laughs> <laughs> Put something healthy in it. Um, She ate 200... Goiza? Is that how you say it? I have no I think idea that's just what dumplings. you're talking about. 206 Goiza in 10 minutes. <clears throat> um, Yeah. <laughs> We're so cultured. Uh, <laughs> I, I was surprised by this. Only seven burgers... In ten minutes, but they were... But is that, like, chopping sand, the bun? Yeah, I don't know. They were uh, three-quarter pound thick burgers, so they were they were decent-sized. Okay. Yeah. That's, like, three-quarter pounders. Oh, duh. It has quarter pounder in the name. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> she ate nine pounds of crawfish jambalaya in ten minutes. Gross. Oh, can you imagine the burps, too? Ugh. Because that's spicy. Yeah. Ugh. She just, she must have some sort of, like, really good digestive tract. She has a big appetite. Uh, yeah. Um, not, uh, 44 lobsters, totaling 11.3 pounds of lobster meat in 12 minutes. 38 moon pies in 8 minutes. Um, she ate 46 dozen oysters in 10 minutes and 29 dozen o oysters in 8 minutes. Louisiana oyster seasoned produce... Much la larger oysters in 2019, explaining the slower, slower pace. <laughs> Sorry, struggling with that one. 
she That's ate like a little tongue twister over there. I know. I was like, what? She ate six extra large bocce pizza slices in 15 minutes. I'm guessing they those must are very be like big. jumbo slices. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. She t- I'm just trying to imagine. That's yeah. one big ass pizza. Yeah. <laughs> First, I thought it was like th- six actual pizzas, but I bet she probably could do that too. Well, I mean, it's probably close to the equivalent of an actual pizza. It's probably harder with that because it's got the bread, but well, and so the, do hot the dogs. shape. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. I feel like well, the hot dog's got to be the easier one. That's why, like, nuggets and stuff, when it's small, and it can you just go right yeah, down the gullet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right down the gullet. I knew. You always laugh when I say the word gullet. Because it's such, like, nobody uses that word. I like to, like that to word. throw it in there whenever I can. <laughs> the gullet, especially with the face. Um, did I say the pulled pork? 23 pulled pork sandwiches in 10 minutes. <laughs> 43 soft tacos in 11 minutes. I feel so like, like I could okay. maybe get, like, 20, but... Like, break it down. Like, imagine what it's like. Because I can, I can if eat, it's like, like, four if soft it's tacos. Like, if it's, like, 50, right? Let's just say, like, 50 of, of anything in, like, eight minutes. Then imagine how many you're eating in one minute. 60 seconds. Right. I mean, 60 seconds goes like, like that. Like, that's nothing. And you're eating five, six, ten of whatever it is right. you're eating. In 60 so seconds? So she's eating about 10 in a minute. Ugh. If that's, yeah. That's a lot. That's, that's a shit, a shit ton. That's I mean, my she favorite, must... That's my favorite form of measuring, shit ton. Shit ton, it yes. Is. Equals shit ton. <laughs> yes. But I'm guessing she probably almost swallows it whole. I know, there's probably very little chewing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, right down the gullet. Because the chewing is what helps your brain, like, recognize that it's food and that you're eating, right? Because, like, that's why they say chew I longer. It was the taste buds. I don't know. I always heard, like, if you chew more, it, like, it kind of, well, it just slows your eating down, too. But, well, maybe that, too. We'll have to look. That'll have to be a separate topic. <laughs> How <laughs> this, do you know you're eating? <laughs> this I feel like I could do. She did 250 tater tots in five minutes. Not Maybe not five minutes, but I feel like I could put away 250. Maybe in a few hours. <laughs> not to brag. Yeah, see, like, the time frame here, never gonna happen for Yeah, me. that's the craziest. She did Seven and three quarter pounds of turducken Thanksgiving dinner in twelve minutes. Ew, that's like when it's turkey, duck, and chicken. It's turkey, it's like duck in the turkey, and then yeah, is there chicken yeah. in there too? It's, that's a whole lot that's of meat. The ken, the oh. tur is the turkey, the duh is the duck, and the ken is the chicken. That's oh right. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's three. It's like Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. Yeah, they just shove one in the <laughs> other, and then it's like I'm just oh, a. It's, so nasty. It's like a hybrid meal. Ugh. Anyway, so uh, her training, uh, which she <laughs> talks about on her website. You so know. this is the part I don't get, so you're answering yeah. it right now. But it still doesn't really answer it. I didn't answer it for me, but... So she generally eats one large meal spread throughout the day that is full of fruits and vegetables. And get this, she avoids junk food. <laughs> okay. But she estimates that she eats 4,000 calories a day. How oh my the hell God, and she's is like she 105 pounds? It's got to be her metabolism or something. But she also says she exercises five times per week by walking on a treadmill for two hours. But still, that's not... That sounds like the most boring workout ever. I know. You're just walking and inside. But I think she gets a lot of steps at Burger King, too, because she works there. But still, that's... Like, if you and I did that, it would not be enough. Let's be honest. Well, not a lot would be enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I got um, quite a bit more going on in my... Uh, so I, I, I read contrasting things on this. I initially read that the night before she fasts 
to give herself an edge. But then on her so, website, yeah. she said that she she will eat a little bit before, and like if it's in later in the day, she'll have a she'll have breakfast, like a small breakfast, like like beforehand. Yeah, I guess she's hungry. Um, I would think you'd want to be starving. Right. Exactly. But, you know, well, maybe, well, actually, it might slow her down if she's, like, you know, because when I'm, like, really hungry, I get a little shaky, and that hand speed. I wish that happened to me. I'm That's how they hungry. get you. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me what this sensation is like. It's, it's, I, it only, it's, like, even I've if it's only been, like, two hours, it's, like. from not eating, because it just doesn't happen. <laughs> but it's. I got what you might call a face for radio. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But anyway, um, and then it says she eats, well, I already said this, but she eats one large meal a day, which takes several hours for her to complete. And then this says, this kind of goes against what she said earlier, which that she doesn't eat junk food. This says a typical post-work meal for her would be three large orders of fries, a chicken whopper, 20 chicken tenders, and two 32-ounce diet soft drinks. (laughs) Why diet? I don't know. Um... And she only he eats at high speeds for up to two minutes, and then I guess the rest is just slow. So my guess is maybe this this whopper is this whopper meal is like when she's like practicing or something. Okay. I don't know. That but sounds like junk food to me. I know. I was like, um, does that not count? But I mean, she works there, so I guess it's kind of yeah, you know, it's easier to yeah attain. Well, for me. I'm curious to see what would spark the motivation to become an eater like this. Maybe you're like, well, I could do that. And well, then, that's you know, probably it's an easy money making. I mean, endeavor. she probably already knew that she could eat a lot more than anybody else. Like, yeah. this is not something you just like, you just like figure out. Like, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, she had to. Could you imagine going on a first date with her? Oh my god, she's not have, a cheap date. <laughs> I'll just have you. the salad, the rib. You know, if that's a that's a golden corral visit for her. I'm <laughs> oh sure. my gosh, that'd be a good place to practice. Oh my god! So she's basically my hero. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, it's like all males in this. Yeah, in that's this true. That's now they true. they did create a, a you can eat it all. <laughs> they they created a women's um, competition in the Nathan's hot dog eating contest okay. and she of course won of course but I mean she still would beat out these men and you know I think there was a question on there on her FAQ about like how did the guys treat you and she said you know for the most part they were okay but like some of course got jealous and you know were how dare you eat more hot dogs than me I bet, I bet a lot of people thought she was cheating you know yeah because you see all these big guys, and then there's There's kind of like her. a weird episode. There's like an episode on House that involves like someone like this. Really? So I think that's interesting. And it was a little, it was a little Asian lady. I should have looked more into the medical background, but yeah. I couldn't find a whole lot And it was it. like her coach. It was like, she needs to compete. You know, like she had like <laughs> an actual coach and everything. It yeah. It was like she was in the Olympics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really, just really, really quick, I forgot to mention, I, I said I was going to say it, but I didn't. You mentioned it's called like Naruto. Yeah. So the Area 51 thing. Yeah. So for my topic, Naruto is like a specific way of running. And I had it in the back of my mind that I wished to demonstrate this for you. No, I know what it looks like. I okay, saw it. Okay, you do? Yeah. Okay. So for it's anyone from a who Japanese It's from anime. anime. Yeah. Yeah. So it's where, imagine you're running like normal. But both of your That's hands not are no no. Imagine that you're running like normal, but your hands, both of your hands, are straight. 
and, and back. pointed back like you're trying like you to fly cape. yeah yeah and so there was a lot of naruto running at the yeah. storm area 51 oh i, I thought it was just the one guy no there were whole groups of people there's this one guy that went viral because he did it behind he r- ran that way behind the newscast there were groups of people like 20 people at a time doing it at the same time it might have been for some him. reason this had something to do with it, and I tried endlessly to Google what possible connection this could have to do with that. There was not. I guess when they, you think of storming something, you kind of picture people running yeah, like exactly. that. Exactly. So yeah. maybe that's where it came yeah. from. Side, quick little sidebar. Yeah. But yeah, that was pretty good. I love that. I love... All my topics seem to have been about food lately. <laughs> eating. Well, you know what I also thought of really quick? Is that we do have some international listeners, like people like in the UK and Denmark and Brazil and stuff. So I'm assuming people know what Thanksgiving is, but... I think so, yeah. You know, but... It's basically another excuse for Americans to eat. That's all you need to know. Yeah, exactly. Lots of turkey. I don't even like turkey. Well, hopefully everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening. And thank you for waiting an extra day for this episode. Good things come to those who wait. (laughs) Please email us at the part I don't get at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at, at the part I don't get and check out our Facebook. This is the part I don't get. (laughs) All right. Enjoy. See you next time.